Hi, everyone, and welcome to the COVID-19 vaccine show. Again, the number one COVID-19 vaccine show in the world. Only one going once every week. And if you search COVID-19 vaccine on Spotify, number one, Dr. Mark Hayden, how are you? And it's amazing when they talk about suppression of things, how they want to suppress the media with any information that's considered misinformation compared to what the CDC wants. And to the point now where they're, you know, suppressing the news, not allowing it to go out, especially YouTube, where we're banned on YouTube. We never can put any more broadcasts on YouTube, so we're available on Vimeo. And we make sure that uh, Mark is on his Twitter, at Dr. Mark Hayden. He will start to tweet out all the videos on Vimeo if you want to see the video portion of that interview. And Mark, our topic for today. Is, uh, once again, the argument mucosal versus systemic defense, making long-term plans. Yeah. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. We're talking right now and just continue. Okay. So All right. Let's go. Um, here is Bill Gates. Now this is November 10th. Do you see Bill Gates in the background? And he's talking on this yeah. video. Yeah. This is November 10th of 2021, not 2020. Right. So Bill Gates, I think we did our first show in, in uh, was it November of 2020? Yeah, we started doing stuff with uh, uh, Wynn Henderson's simulcast with me, and yes. then we started the podcast okay, about so if, if you followed my podcast, you would hear that people need a vaccine that will stop transmission. Didn't I, I, I say that? Yes. All the way back in November of 2020, a year ago. Right. Now, Bill Gates is very smart, and he knows a lot of things about I'm not good at programming. I've never done programming. I'm not an expert in pro. And you know, Bill Gates has a lot of insights that I don't have. And, and he has experts on his payroll that make up for shortcomings. Uh, but what Bill Gates did not have, he didn't have anybody on his staff that was willing to eat COVID last year. Would you say that's a fair statement, Neil? Yes. Uh, and if they did eat COVID, they weren't talking about it. Correct. But if you if if they did what I did last year, which was to do oral inoculation of live COVID virus, they would have found out that they had become immune. That they had a mucosal antibodies and could not get a respiratory infection. But, you know, most of those people, 99 percent of people, 99.9 percent of Americans and people around the world did not have access to stool COVID antigen tests last year, did they? No. I have to thank God that there was a great doctor over there in Georgia. He had a lab. He was able to confirm that I had COVID growing in my intestines. Thank God. That's what I wanted. You know, a lot of people might get upset when COVID grows in their intestines. I wanted to have a natural infection. I had anticipated and, and hypothesized that, um, having a natural infection would protect me from getting the systemic version. And sure enough, that's pretty much I was right. Exactly. And I was non-transmissible. So even though I had gut inoculation, I've never been transmissible. And my gut inoculation was actually proved by the people over there in, uh, by CLIA approved lab over in, in, in Georgia. Now, originally I had offered, I had proposed GI inoculation to Operation Warp Speed 
And they chose to go with the big Pfizer and Moderna and the big boys and the big money. And that's their choice. It's free country, you know. But what we got was what the American public got is a bunch of vaccines that are intramuscular that do not stop transmission. Is that pretty much accepted now, Neil? Do, does the average person understand that an intramuscular vaccine will not stop their transmission? No, that's real. It's I think to a point some, but not everyone. And what's going okay. on now? The, the Republican Party is now pushing instead of to allow in the Republican states, if someone has had COVID, that they have a natural infection and it's as good as the vaccine. Well, that is the same argument that Russia has. You know, people can say things that like Putin's a, they can have real derogatory things to say about Putin. But even in Russia, if you have a natural infection, you are not required to get the vaccine in February. What do you think about more respect for natural infection in Russia than there is in the United States? Crazy. More respect for people's rights. You know what? I, I have lots of friends and family. Look, I was an Air Force brat. My, my dad, I went to first grade literally on an Air Force base. Uh, my dad was in the military. I like people in the military service. Uh, I pay my taxes, la-di-da, okay? You, you do what you, you, okay? But this is ridiculous to have federal employees that have had natural infections to be threatened with loss of their job. They yeah. are not transmissible. Now, I want to ask you a question, Neil. You listen, are you there, Neil? Yeah, Mark, I'm just, I just mute when you talk so that no, no background noise comes through. Okay. All right. Now, Neil, I got a question to ask you. If you're on a federal work workplace, who would you want next to you working and breathing your air and exhaling your air that you might breathe? Would you rather have somebody who's already had a natural infection who can't transmit? Or would you rather have somebody who's vaccinated who could still transmit? I'd rather have someone who has natural infection. That's right. That means that the person with a natural infection is safer to be around on the federal workforce or in any federal workforce or in any state workforce than somebody who's not had a natural infection. That's correct. They're not a leper because they've had, they are better at, at not, they're the safest party to be around. So what percentage of people that, that had a natural infection have gotten COVID a second time? Virtually nobody. There have been some false positives when you had over-application of the PCRs. But there are virtually Why is not out no there? people that have, what? Why don't we just go with the natural antibodies and say, basically, you have had COVID. Now, I told you last year, I think I had COVID. I never got tested, went through the symptoms, everything got better. Uh, had an inhaler that was able to kill the wheezing from the COVID and I never got tested. So natural antibodies are very, very important. And especially- yes. Now, here's, here's how we could actually test you, Neil. Let me tell you how we could test you. Now, this would not be legal, but it would be effective. And I'm not suggesting anybody do anything illegal. If I, as a physician, gave you an inoculation of live COVID virus and it would not grow in your intestines, even though your intestines had all the same receptors yes. and it was exposed to live COVID, it won't grow there. It's because you've already been exposed. 
Does that make sense? Yes. Now, that simple test, which would be safe to determine who's been exposed and who has not, that's not available. Why is the CDC not making that sort of test available? You I don't know. know want? I don't know idea why not. L let me give you an alternative reason. The CDC, even though 40, 50, 80%, maybe 90% have had at least some GI exposure, the CDC does not want to identify people that have natural immunity. The reason is, is that natural immunity has been a source of people who are dissidents. Yes. So if you look at the January 6th riots that occurred up in Washington, D.C., Mm -hmm. I would say that 90% of the people who rioted in Washington on January 6th are not vaccinated. Would you agree? I don't know that. That's that's yeah. that, that goes along with that. The anti-vaxxer movement is part of we don't trust the government movement. And it's happening worldwide. So, Mark, we'll go to that. Yes. We'll go to this whole thing. So, people are now. Yes being forced to be locked down in their homes without the vaccine. And now they're rioting all over Europe. And again, yes. there's a rise in COVID again in Europe. That's see, because the, that, the reason is because of the vaccine, right? Because if yeah. people would get natural infections, they are more likely not to spread the virus. Right. Now, let's say I was in Australia. Oh, God. And I've had a natural infection. Right. Does the government have any right to lock me down once I have proof that I had a natural infection? No. Saying, saying that I'm a threat to other people? No, you, they don't have the right, but they're doing it. But they're doing it anyway, aren't they, in Australia? So let's push to this Bill Gates thing. He basically okay, still believes what you've said is not true, that it only slightly reduces the trend. So basically, what is he saying now? No, actually, he is saying here, look, we got vaccines that helped you with your health but they only slightly reduce transmission. Uh, Bill Gates is admitting, he's admitting that our intramuscular vaccines did not work at stopping transmission. See, but not Dr. Fauci. He no, Fauci, it, Fauci is hell bent. Because he's already been exposed. The benefit. Gates doesn't yes. want to end up becoming one of the, in the history books as another one of the evil people that did this. So he's spinning his his thing away because he's getting out. He's looking at his PR. He's like, I'm out. Fauci's done. Fauci already lied, as we know uh, what came out, that basically he knew about Wuhan. And he's still trying to save himself, that the vaccine ends this pandemic. That's the only way he's vindicated, right, for what he, yes. what he lied about, correct? Yes. Let me tell you this. As you go on and you and the safety of the original Pfizer mRNA, J&J, &J, those were given to lab rats and to humans that had were not chronically exposed. None of the lab rats, none of the humans, none of the animal models were in constant exposure to COVID like ordinary people are. So there's been no, the, the reliability of the safety data is not there. It's, it's very much like this. We talked about the pregnancy studies, didn't we? Right, yes. If I go in and I shoot a rat with a bunch of mRNA, 
guess what? A month later, that rat may have normal babies. But if I begin to shoot that rat after it has inhaled COVID for weeks and months, that is a different sort of experiment and its immune system is different. Exposure changes the immune system. But Mark, wouldn't that yes. just basically change the big money thing that's happening with big pharma, the amount of money out there? Come on. Yeah. Well, I think that Pfizer, I can't imagine how Pfizer and Moderna think they're going to be selling this stuff a year from now or two years from now. Now, I will say this, for God's sakes, give it to other countries. I mean, it may do no good for people in the United States, but if the, why should all the side effects be concentrated in the United States when Pfizer and Moderna can push it on Africa and third right, world so, countries? So what the studies the are coming out now? How many deaths? We're seeing different things out there. Mark, you do speak the truth. A lot of people speak a spin. They also come up with different things, just saying hearsay. They heard it from somebody. How many deaths have come caused by the vaccine so far? Let me tell you, it, it is you do not know. The only way you can really prove that long term is to, to do long term studies. So it's going to be a now long they have. study. So the people yes. out there you, saying it's poison, the people out there saying specifically enough these things, that is cons it's conspiracy and not proven yet. Here's what's not a conspiracy not the government subsidized and gave immunity to vaccine companies that had shortcuts in the rules that made billions of dollars and the vaccines they came up with did not stop transmission. Correct. And that's what was said by that's, you. It was what said, more do you by, need to say? Paxton uh, said the same thing. And this is ridiculous. And so. Yes. Oh, and, and if you, if you're not drinking the Kool-Aid, if you're not getting your shot, it's if like you're a not, professional it's like, who it's opens like, your mouth. Like taking HCQ every day or ivermectin every day yeah. is yeah. getting the vaccine. Well, they're there to take away your rights if you speak up and dissent. That is targeting people of dissent. And, and really, that is, that is a vaccination not for medical safety. That's a vaccination to stop transmission. That's a vaccination to force social compliance with arbitrary government rules. All right. So let's jump to the thing about the, the next part of the topic. The, uh, the You wanted to talk a little bit about the patent. What's happening? You've been okay, you know, patent for a couple of weeks. Okay. Hold on. Am I is, are, can you yeah, see, yeah, see I this? See, I see this. Yes. Okay. Look, you know, I told these people, look, we have a non-provisional patent application in, and we were, this was probably... I haven't seen another patent application. We did our original, I think it was the provisional patent application in the spring of 2020. Okay. I think we were actually the first people to do that. Now, will this ever be issued a, a patent, a no. final patent? Maybe. You know, I don't know. And that's not what it's about. What it's about is I, when I do patents, I do them to lay out historical facts. Correct. You're going to be the historical yeah. one, the first person to believe the oral vaccine will work. Yes, right. that's exactly right. And, and then I you're did. Only, you're, and you're, you were the first person to swallow COVID too. Yeah, and and I was the first person who delivered. Are you going to swallow COVID, COVID again, Mark? Is that coming up again? Uh, swallowing COVID. You know, I can, I'll be glad to demonstrate it. Here's one of the biggest issues, Neil. Yes. I talked last year in 2020 about tolerance 
developing tolerance with GI exposure versus developing sensitivity with intramuscular, okay? Now, what, is, what, what, what am I talking about? Tolerance versus sensitivity. When you get an IM vaccine over and over and over again, right. and you can't get it out of your environment, meaning that, hey, guess what? It's a new version this week, new version next week, new version the month after that, new version the month after that. It just won't get out of your environment. That can cause inflammation issues in your serum, in your system. It can cause you to be hypersensitive to it. Most of the pathogens that we have, Neil, right now, you are exposed to hundreds or thousands of different pathogens in your GI tract. Right. Your bloodstream is not having spikes of IgG and IgA to everything going on in your blood, in your intestinal tract. Even though if we were to take your stool, literally, Neil, we could take your stool and shoot it in your bloodstream and you'd get sick and sick. very sick. I will not use derogatory profanity, but you would get extremely sick. Does that make sense? If we yeah. took some of the bacteria out of your intestinal tract and we shoot it in your, in your system, in your bloodstream, are you going to get sick? Yes. yes, you are. Very, very bad. Very sick. sick. Yes. Bad, bad, bad sick. Yes. You'll need to go to the hospital. Okay. Right. But um, now, every day you manage all those mucosal infections without right. hardly any systemic side effects. Correct. Because we know that COVID is here to stay. Yes. We need to focus attention on managing it as a mucosal infection so that you don't have as many systemic side effects so that they don't develop in a year or two years or five years or 10 years. Doesn't that make, that doesn't make, it, it begins to make common sense when you think about it. Thousands, there's a hundred times more intestinal exposures than occur to your bloodstream. And yet you manage all those without having a lot of side effects from immunity. Yes. And, the, and that is because your immune system for your intestinal and mucosal system is separate from your serum system. Yes. And with COVID, you can manage that as a mucosal disease. So it never multiplies on your lungs and it doesn't get all throughout your bloodstream. And you don't have a bunch of problems with autoimmunity. That is the best way to manage that problem. And when you had a cold, you've had family members in, American around the world have had coronavirus. They manage that as a mucosal disease, not as a serum disease. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is a fundamental change in strategy. But here's how we got to the mess we are today. Let me tell you how we got to this mess. Back in 2020, they started shooting antigens into mice with mRNA. Right. And they would right. jump up and down and say, hey, guess what? We have serum antibodies. Serum antibodies. I don't give a damn about serum antibodies. What I give a damn about is whether you're going to get sick. If you can stop it on the mucosa, it's not going to make it to your serum. Yes. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. So what's going on? So, with, so tell me more about this patent. So at any rate, with this patent, basically... It shows how people can inoculate themselves safely, all the issues, 
And actually, it's in the public. I believe it's in the public domain. But here's the name. Here's there's the utility provisional patent application. You can actually, if you can, see if you can go there, download that, put that up on one of our websites. Okay. I think it's publicly available now. Yeah. All right, you send me the link and I'll do that and put it on the website. Okay, we'll put it up. And that way people can read about it. You know, technically nobody, that is an open thing that you can argue. It's factual. It's not, uh, it's real. And uh, that's where the future, the only way to stop transmission is to get a mucosal exposure. You certainly do not want to get pulmonary exposure. So you want to get you intestinal. So you're telling me you, we could do what you did. There's nothing that stops any free person from swallowing COVID. Period. All right. So in fact, the World Health me, Organization states it's it's completely safe. So how would you get COVID if you knew one, one of your? See, um, um, unfortunately, most of the people there's not a COVID mart in your local community. And the CDC and the FBI would go in and shut down COVID mart. A COVID okay. mart would not work. Yeah. So you can't buy it at Walmart. You can't buy live COVID at, at Walmart. And you can't purchase it on Amazon. Those are my, my favorite places for shopping, as you can tell. Okay. Uh, and that Dollar General. But um, the other thing is, you do have it in your family. And COVID is so abundant that when your family members are getting sick, to share water with them, to share same bites with them, you're going to be able to inoculate yourself and reduce your, and likely very much reduce your risk. And you need to do that. See, I had an access because I had access to patients that, that were willing to donate their live virus. Ordinary people don't have that, that type of access, but they do have family members that are sick. And if you're going to take care of a family member that's sick with COVID, should you be exposed to the same type that they have through the intestinal tract? Well, it's likely harmless, but it's likely very helpful too, according to this fact. Now, okay. you have to do whatever you do, you have to discuss that with your primary health care provider. I can't give you health advice for your state. You're going to have to talk to your primary health care provider. You can ask your primary health care provider to read this PAT. And this PAT on itself is pretty self-explanatory. Right. Yeah. So, so based on this uh, patent, uh, can you be the only one, you're the one that historically came up with this idea and then someone like a, a Pfizer or Moderna, like Pfizer kind of copied what uh, a hybrid of ivermectin and what your idea was for oral inoculation and put it together into this pill that's coming out for Pfizer, right? Well, well look, I, I'll, I'll show you this. Bill Gates, I wrote to the Gates Foundation I, over a year ago. And they turned me down. They weren't interested. You know what? The Bill Gates Foundation, they sit around on their, their, their rich ass and they say, well, Dr. Hayden didn't go to Harvard or Yale. So are you ready to start person. going on other podcasts? Because I'm, I'm going to do the same thing for other stuff. Are you ready to go on other podcasts, Mark, once the, the, the patent's in, to tell people how they can become oral inoculated by eating live virus? I think the patent speaks for itself. I don't have to give legal advice as an individual if they really that patent if their physician reads that patent certainly their physician is able to understand that patent application okay all right no and uh, that keeps me out of being giving them personal medical advice in their county and and for anybody listening out there you've got to get your personal medical advice from your local licensed authorized 
provider. Don't ask, don't get, don't, don't let me run your medical, medical. No. You, yes, that should come from your personal medical provider who's licensed in your state. But should your personal medical provider read a patent that explains gut inoculation? That's probably time well spent. Okay. All right. So that's the news, basically, right that is, there. Yes. That's and, and, big news. Yes. Big news. Yes. Uh, and I will uh, consult. Definitely, I want to do this. Even I already been oral inoculated, but let's just make it happen again. I will consult a physician. You're going to do it live. You're going to do it again, right? Hey, let's post. Let's get this patent application posted so they can get their physician to read it. That's part of the public information. It cannot be barred. And anybody who is a RN, who is a, has a medical background, has the capacity to read that and understand it. Really, most people with college education can read it and understand it. Okay. All right. So that's the okay. news. We're finishing up, and you always finish yeah. up the show with one final saying. You know, when I applied for a patent, it was not, I do not expect to get rich. Uh, I don't know whether I'm going to live tomorrow. My life is a gift from God, as is your life. Make every day count. My days are numbered. Do the most you can. And just because you don't have all the resources at your disposal doesn't mean that you can't make a difference every day. Don't be afraid of death. Fear them that can cast your, your don't lose your soul. Keep your, keep what's important to you Serve God while you can, because my, soon I'll be gone and I will be forgotten by men. But, hey, the truth will live on. Y'all have a great day and uh, I, we will meet again. This is the COVID-19 vaccine show, guys. Take care and we'll talk next week.